0: You're listening to World Oil Deep Dive, conversations with energy industry leaders and engineers about the market trends and technologies shaping the oil and gas industry. Now, here's this week's episode.
1: Welcome back to our special series from the Daniel Energy Partners Barbecue, where we continue our conversations with key players in the energy industry. In this episode, we're excited to have Dave Bosco, Vice President of Business Development at Accelerated Mobile Power, join us. Dave brings a wealth of knowledge and insight into the evolving landscape of oil and gas, particularly in the area of power as a service. Now, here's your host, Jim Watkins. All right, now we're here with uh, uh, Josh Lowry. Hello, sir. Got a chance to step back in after uh, running around. A lot of running around today, right? This
0: barbecue is busy. I've been busy doing like I, I was texting a minute ago. Somebody lost their QR code for the fan favorite. <laughs> so that is my job to get their QR code fixed.
1: Don't you have QR code people, Josh? I thought I, you well, had people for that, Well, to be honest that, with man. you,
0: I feel bad our people are doing other things. So I'm like, I can do a QR code. So yeah. that I'm the QR people right now. <laughs> QR code people. Nice, Josh. Yes. You're the
2: one I can blame. It's your it's actually it was Dynamis, it was Dynamis and amps yes. It is Dynamis Nuh-uh. QR code No no 100% <laughs> Oh god
0: he's talking I didn't it. want to rat you out but it is <laughs> No no it's it's all good in the, in the grand scheme of things It's your team's QR code <laughs> yes that I am currently getting so you're going to have a and new QR
1: code There you go Fantastic <laughs> And and speaking of that that's funny that that was just a thing but we're here with Dave Bosco from AMP as well and so um This is going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a good conversation. Started good anyway, right? So there we go. So, uh, Dave, uh, welcome to show, number one. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jim and uh, Josh. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, tell us, man. Tell us about AMP. Like, uh, I called Travis recently, and I was like, hey, man, what's going on over, you know? Before we do this, Uh this is a fun story.
0: Okay. Okay. So this is, we're going to, David and I are going to talk for just a second. And then, so just so you you probably, you definitely don't know this. So we are actually from the same small very small hometown. Yes. In Get out, North Texas. Yes, place wow. Called Trophy Club, Texas. Right, Trophy North, Club, Northwest ISD. Very, that's baby. right, buddy. Very few people know this. <laughs> very few people know this town. Yes, and uh, we are actually from the same town, which is a very cool deal. We have a couple mutual friends, and we, you know, we kind of didn't really know each other as kids. Oh, really, I'm wow. a little bit older than he is. He might have given me some noogies and wet yeah, right. at some <laughs> point. <laughs> He's friends with my little brother and that kind of group of buddies. But uh, it's such a small world and we we grew oh, up. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we yeah sudden, right. Like, oh, you're from where? Where?
2: What? What
0: street? Who? <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so I think fun. it
2: actually happened. We follow each other on Instagram, and I saw, like, a Babe's Chicken post. I'm like, Babe's Chicken, I
0: remember going there That's with the right. Rattlers
2: as a kid. And you're like, what are you talking about? Nobody knows that place. Yeah, yes. exactly.
0: So it's fun to see. So the story is not just cool from a perspective of a friend, but, like, you know, our little town, it's small. And see, you know obviously two wildly successful. Wildly successful oil field guys. That's
1: (laughs) that's amazing. Amazing. That is. That's good. Now I know. Now I know. Now everybody knows the rest of the story. That's right, that's right. That's cool. All right, Dave, well, let's get to it, man. Let's talk about AMP because, uh, like I was saying, I called Travis. I said, hey, what's going on over at He's like, uh, oh, I'm not with Dynamis anymore. And I, I didn't know any of that. That was under the radar for me. So Got tell us about AMP and, and the evolution of AMP, how that came about, all of that.
2: Absolutely, Jim. So uh, we started up AMP uh, May 1st of this year. Oh, that's why And, know um, you know, the, the reason why we, we, you know, kicked off this company really came down to a lot of customers in, in oil and gas and just power generation in general um, don't have the necessary funds as well as core competency to go ahead and buy power, operate the, the equipment themselves, manage the availability expectations they may have set for themselves. And so we thought, look, you know, we've got the best technology in the market, uh, expertise from the folks that know how to operate the equipment, maintain it. Engineer, uh, take that natural gas, turn it in, into clean, efficient electricity that's highly reliable. Right. And we said, look, we want to go ahead and create a power as a service company. So, hmm. you know, under the BUSA family that includes uh, Dynamis and Evolution Well Services, uh, we kicked off AMP. So, uh, Travis and myself were the uh, founding members. Nice. Um, along with our executive chairman, Jeff Morris. and uh, Sharp, sharp guys. Oh, yeah. They, we, we got. I They've got a hell of team of on the, all those different companies. Some of the most talented people yeah. in the industry, bar none. Um, and so, kind of where we're at today is we've got um, around, call it round number, 276 megawatts on order. Um, we've taken delivery of a uh, 5.6 megawatt package, and uh, the rest, were at about 65% contracted before we've actually taken delivery of some of nice. the core group of our assets. and. You know, just trying to be humble and kind, focus on uh, strategic partnerships, customers that are like-minded, you know, it's all mobile equipment, um, trying to make sure that we're delivering excellence at the end of the day, and giving people a different experience with power as a service, maybe then has been in the market until now.
1: Yeah, so you're going after guys like Agreco and stuff, right? No, Agreco in this case would actually be a competitor. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, So I mean you're like, oh, wait, there's a niche because Agreco does a lot of different stuff, right? They do. And so you're like, look, man, we're going to be focused just on oil and gas. Are you guys just doing oil and gas?
2: So oil and gas is definitely the uh, the core business focus today. Um, There are opportunities for us inside of the utility market. But look, I mean, that's where our family of companies has been able to create a very unique package that is able to mobilize and demobilize and move without any heavy cranes, heavy equipment, um, onto locations in a very power-dense um, footprint, and you know, we take the, the, the natural gas that these EMPs have on location, are able to process that, make it you know, um, safe for use in our equipment, make sure we're protecting our assets, giving them high reliability and availability. And uh, that, that definitely is the market we're going to focus on right now, right. and um, I think we're the ones that are you know best served in uh, you know enabling those customers'
0: electrification needs.
1: Right, because you guys also have uh, a story. Is
0: on point, I like that. It is that's it's an excellent perfect, yes. Right? That is yeah.
1: a well told story. <laughs> Truly, have you said that before, Dave? Oh, I mean, listen. You know, I got. <laughs> my, that's kind of the job of business development. You better know your elevator pitch. you right. know, to yeah, be exactly. Able to very it is on point. Quickly, on point. Exactly
2: what your business strategy. Well done. Is. Exactly, so,
1: and, and you guys have the the storage stuff too, right? From Dynamis,
2: right? Yeah. So we've got energy storage that is a part of our our uh, kit. So you know, turbine packages from thirty five megawatts to sixteen megawatts from Dynamis, uh, five point seven megawatt uh, solar SMT sixty. Two and a half megawatt that's actually capable of a little over 2.7 megawatt. Uh, Dynamis D 2.5, that's based upon the MT Rolls Royce uh, gas recip. Wow. Uh, energy storage systems, hybridization gear, gas processing, and um, essentially it's assets, operations, maintenance, mobilization, and availability
1: guarantee. That's what it comes down to. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Interested in all things oil and gas? We've got a podcast for you, The Energy Pipeline. Join us each week as we cover the latest trends, transformations, and success stories alongside various key figures from the world's leading energy companies and beyond. Listen to The Energy Pipeline wherever you stream your podcasts
1: or visit cat.com slash energypipeline. So you have your ear to the ground for that uh, oil field electrification market. What, what are you seeing? What's the what's the pulse out there? I mean, E-FRAC is nuts right now, yes. right? But I think where we're at is the
2: um, the maturity level of the service companies outside of the existing folks who have been in this market for a long time. Uh, folks are learning, you know, how to deal with electrification, right? Because you look at. A number of the people who have taken delivery of their fleets, um, you know, they're learning some things as they get out into the field. And what I think they're finding is that they want to focus on what they do best, which is pumping water and sand down hole and unlocking natural resources for the MP. What we want to provide them with is a turnkey utility like experience where you turn on the, the light switch in your house and you trust. The lights and the air conditioning right. is going to come on. We want to do the exact same thing for the oil and gas community in electric frack, drilling, infield power for production, compression, um, You know, di- different needs that customers are identifying they want to electrify and separate themselves from the grid. Because I think everybody wants to use the utility power, grid power, but in the grand scheme of things, uh, it's just not there. So right, they yeah. need to control their destiny. And uh, choose a company that's going to deliver them excellence, and make sure they've got a utility-like experience, but are able to leverage that natural gas they have in field today.
1: Wow, that is that is impressive. And you know, one of the things that I've been seeing recently is, you know, probably since the beginning of the year. I mean, you got drilling count going down, you got frac fleet count going down, but in the e world, that's not the case, right? E-frack fleets are on the rise, right? They are in a class of their own. Yeah. And, and if you look at any business whether it's oil and
2: gas you know manufacturing the most efficient solutions that save customers money and deliver high productivity are always going to stay constant and so what you're seeing is a lot of the older tier one tier 2 equipment is kind of falling yeah. off those contracts are you know able, able to be turned over really quick and the uh, EMPs are focusing on you know making sure the the assets and the services that deliver them the best return and also in all fairness the best emissions and overall ESG story oh, absolutely, right yeah. um, those are going to be the kings uh, during a you know and, and listen i don't think the market today is necessarily soft or slowing i think we're running into you know kind of end of q3 right. q4 is fixing to get here q4 is traditionally soft in the oil and gas market um, you look at where oil prices are right now i think they're at like 92 93 range bound today And all of the pressures we're seeing from Saudi Arabia and OPEC Plus, where they, you know, in all fairness, they want to keep oil prices high. Right. Um, A lot of the communication from the public EMPs here in the United States—they're being steadfast with holding capex where it has been probably this year. And I I think we're going to continue to see a lift in oil prices. And what I'd like to see is a lift in natural gas prices next. Yeah. (laughs) No. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah.
2: I, I think the market, you know, it is what it is today. But um in the end, I, I, I feel that, you know, market's going to continue to move at a clip that it should. So, Solid for a while. Yeah, but we don't want to have the drunken sailor syndrome by any means. I don't think we're getting that.
0: No, no, no.
1: We definitely aren't. I mean, look, man. If you're high 80s, low 90s, you know, in the past that was a signal for all switches on, man. Yes. Every rig There's working, everything days. going on. There so. is. Yeah, there is. And it's nice because, I mean. You know, Josh, you talked to a lot of these guys, man. Capital's starting to flow back to oil and gas because there's actually a return on investment these days. Well, there's a lot of discipline. You know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a, it's a win-win for everybody. And you guys, man, you guys well, seem to I mean, nail is, it, right? There's so
0: much smart technology, quite honestly. Right. That just didn't exi- you know, we just did a conversation with a couple of people out here at the DEP barbecue. And you know, the guys were talking about like the 80s, for instance, and right. how it, we just weren't prepared then, like we are now with these new technologies to make this investment, that it's just so solid. It is that we are in a rock solid time for energy these days. And, you know, the power, the power gen, power on demand, all the things you're talking about is it makes it easier to plan, easier to, you know, to control. There's, there's analytics that allow that there's not, you're not. Throwing a million dollars at something that can fail in two hundred hours like we used yes. to throwing away. I'm, like, <laughs> right, I mean, true, I yeah. remember one hundred fifty thousand dollars fluid ends were good for two hundred fifty hours. Yep. like what is you're throwing away a Ferrari every two hundred fifty hours. Yep. Right. So, and I think the last thing to that
2: point, Josh, is you know if you look at today's market, the equipment, the operations, the services are much more efficient.
0: Yep. Right. With
2: efficiency requires less assets. So you look at where the drilling rig count was, even as early as the early 2000s, right? I mean, it was way up there. You know, there were some cases over 2,000 rigs, right? right. And you look at where we're at today with, call it 600, 700 rigs, let's just use that as a number, and the amount of oil production we're getting out of that is insane. And that's going to be the same case with electrification of frack equipment and other ancillary services that go with that. You increase the efficiency, you reduce the overall amount of assets, and your yield continues to rise with that. So right. I just think it you know, this is a fantastic transition period for a lot of oil and gas companies and service companies to right fit themselves mm-hmm. for the future and realize that they have got to have good capital discipline. Correct. They've got to have the most efficient technology, and these guys got to start locking themselves into some contracts that gives them staying power through right. these ups and downs. Partners, inside
0: of, partners, yes, partners, partnership partners. is key. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It is the key. I agree with you completely.
1: Hey, but I got a question. One of the problems, like coming out of COVID were uh, supply chain issues, right? You'd have a turbine pack all ready to go, be missing a couple of little components, had to sit there waiting for something to arrive. Is, is that getting better now? Is it is that alleviated? There's definitely some improvement. I,
2: I think folks that um, did not necessarily plan post-COVID to build up their supply chain and essentially get in line, right? Like at the end of the day, it really stinks to have to say, fine, we're going to go ahead and you know put a lot of money down Put some deposits on you know, large componentry and things that are maybe not going to show up for nine months to 12 months. But you've got to have a situation where it's like field of dreams, right? You got to build it and they will come. Right. And if you make that commitment that you're going to go ahead, get the assets way before that curve starts moving in an upward trajectory, you're going to be ready to deliver. And so our family of businesses, that is definitely what we've done, is we made sure in you know, turbines right now, I don't know anybody else in the market that's got more turbines coming in. Uh, same with generators. Same with MTU gas recips. I mean, all of those things and stuff that goes into the package, there is an awful lot that has been kind of baked into the supply chain 12, 14 months ago. And, um, you know, we, we see the demand is continually going to be there. And, you know, we're ready to serve. And whether, again, under the family of companies, whether that's. What power kind of power does
0: that give you when you can say no one has more generators than us coming in? So I feel like that's massive.
2: It is. It is. And, and listen, that's not to be arrogant whatsoever. Um, I, we live in the world of arrogance. Keep but, going. <laughs> but it, oh, wait, it,
0: this is the deep dive podcast. Never mind. This is, <laughs> this is the friendly podcast. I,
2: I don't think. You know, I wouldn't use the word power. I would use the word, and that should instill confidence yeah, in customers enough. that you know they've got folks that know this market. We would not have made those investments unless we knew the market was going to continue to move up.
1: That upward. is outstanding. And so that's if, some it, foresight, you know, man, and and you know, uh, putting your money where your mouth is, right, right. Yes. Because when you put those orders out, you know, if the market went to hell in a handbasket, you'd still be stuck, right? So, so. you know,
0: we had a, we talked a little bit earlier to the oil states guys. You know, they're strategy on how they move so quickly is that you know I've met Jeff and I know your team I mean how do you guys make those decisions to because that's a big commitment.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, outside of us just getting in a room and saying, "Look, we all know this business. Right. We need, we see the, we see the swell coming. Right. Let's okay. let's bet on the come line." Right? Um, we are data freaks inside okay. of our business. I, would, I can see that. You know, I, I'm probably the dumbest guy in the company. I'll be the first to admit that. It's but not a bad place. We got to be. a lot of smart people. Good. And um, at the end of the day, you know, we look at market trends, rig count. You know, the commitments from all the major service companies that are talking about they're going to have 20 fleets out by 2025. They're going to have two, four, six fleets out by 2024, 2025. And you don't see anybody in the market that's in the power as a service business going and betting on the come line and saying, yeah, we're going to go ahead and build the power and expectation for these folks who are going to need power. And so we saw nobody was making those commitments. Love it. Okay. And decided, look, we know it's going to be there. Let's go ahead and build it. That field of dreams kind of Rome mentality, and uh, again, it's not arrogance. It's just that's how we want to Confidence serve
1: to the, the team. market. I get it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. and we know we're going to execute it at the end of the day. Love it. That's fantastic. Well, I got one last question before we let you go. Uh, we're here at Daniel. Uh, Daniel. Dan- Dan- it's been a speak. long day. Well, Yeah, it's uh, a long day. Daniel, Daniel Energy Partners barbecue cook Powered by Upright
0: Digital. Powered yeah. by Upright Digital. Let me throw and so, that in there.
1: So what do you think of this event? You guys have been coming as uh, as Dynamics for a while right? Yeah. So what how is this year compared to past? So first off this year I mean it is
2: increased in size <laughs> dramatically right? I think 3,500 if I'm not mistaken was last year. Under three this Under, year. Okay yep. three five thousand today. this year yep. I mean let Massive. me just say this first off the Daniel Energy Partners team, the Upright team, you guys put on a fantastic show. Thank you, brother. Um, this is the premier event. All of the events that are done with D.P. and Upright are the premier events. You cannot come to a single location and have more gray matter in the form of like, oil field intelligence and executives inside of one spot than this spot right here. Uh,
0: outstanding. And
2: the opportunity to not only socialize and connect with people in a really nonchalant way, Drink some good drinks, eat some fantastic food, have great conversations with people. It is there's nothing else like it that exists out there, and we love it. And you guys do a fantastic job, and uh, we're going to continue to support this.
0: Now, listen, you know, you talked about partnerships a minute ago. There is nothing without partnerships. Right. <laughs> you know, right. there is nothing. There's not. No. Even, there's no life without partnerships. And you know, we, you know, John and I, when we started this whole thing it was about like what are we trying to do and that's where the name thrive came from we started thrive in the middle of uh, covid and the reason we came up with that name was we wanted our friends to thrive like to do well and you know the barbecue john's just a barbecue freak <laughs> but you know ultimately it's a matter of like giving making your the, the situation to where your friends can make connections and it, it like this is a fun deal and making it safe and making it open and you know there's no people throwing bags of goodies and just like there's no card you don't see have you seen one card being handed out absolutely not. <laughs> not, i mean i'm serious not, all, not, not one card being handed out because it's like look you're not here to sell you're here to build a relationship and if somebody asks you for a card different story and like that's a huge that's a huge change from what we're all used to so it really is a matter of like can you offer value can you do something to make the wit can your widget really change somebody's life right or, or change your company so honestly man i'm glad you have, are, are, it's truly a pleasure to watch you grow, your company grow. I know all the players you've mentioned, whether it be the dynamist, the Evolutions, and AMP, obviously now. Jeff, it's, you guys have built something special, man. It's awesome. It's incredible. It's awesome. And AMP, when AMP came out, I feel like you just launched. We did. It's crazy. We did. We did not, I mean, listen,
2: we have not been super loud in the market by any means. It, the, but it spoke, though. We're going to continue to execute, let people know what we're doing that we're here to serve and that you've got a team behind it that is going to support the business to grow and execute. And we're going to have fun in the process, man. At the end of the day, you know, we all love business, but you know, you got to enjoy what you do and love getting out of bed every day. And uh, we, that's what makes us
1: do this is we love what we do. Bottom line. Absolutely.
0: Thanks for tuning in to our show. Please check out the show notes for the links we discussed in the podcast. We value your opinions, so if you have any questions or comments, kindly email them to us at at deepdive@worldoil.com. Additionally, we'd appreciate it if you could rate us on your preferred podcast listening app. Lastly, don't forget to visit worldoil.com for the latest technical articles and news about the oil and gas industry.